Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, episode 54. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, brand and communication strategist, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential. Have you ever met someone that just shines from the inside out? No matter what situation they're in or what the day may bring, they are just so happy and so joyful. I certainly do, and she's joining me on today's show. Let's welcome Andrea Dix. Andrea created her business primarily primarily out of her own experience of self-discovery and growth. She always wanted to help people, but she's also helped herself along the way, and it's shaped her into her purpose now of shining the light on joy as the core spark of creating the life we wish for. Being in the health and fitness industry for nearly 20 years has driven Andrea's value of knowing her health is crucial in giving us the capacity to do more, be more, and feel more. Without that, we limit our ability to show up in the world and give our all. And on today's show, Andrea is going to share the keystone for success is our fundamental belief in ourselves, our strengths, and our abilities. Discomfort is our sign that we are growing and stretching into a new phase of who we are being, as well as joy and happiness is our true north. So welcome to the show, Andrea. Thank you for having me, Anne-Marie. You are always uh, on social media and when I meet you face-to-face, such a happy and joyful person. So when I saw that you were really developing your business into this area, it just it was just like, yep, it just makes absolute sense. So uh, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to you sharing your insights and perhaps some insights that you learned along the way that you were you know, going through this process of self-discovery. Because I know as business owners, but even just as women and even men, because I know we have men listening to the show as well. There are challenges that happens, life happens, and often it can be difficult to have that real sense of joy, that sense of happiness. It really can be something that we are we find challenging. Oh, absolutely. You, you hit the nail on the head there. And I think, you know, the way I describe it is that we get hidden under a pile of life so we let life just bury us so mm. we get buried under our responsibilities as you know parents as partners in our careers we get buried under all our own self conversations so all you know all the thoughts that we have in our heads about whether we're good enough or we we deserve the things that we have so we really bury ourselves under all that and that in turn kind of 
puts a bit of a smothering blanket on our happiness and our joy. Mm. I think it's also good to know that, you know, as individuals, because sometimes what we can do is we put ourselves in the, I'm on my own. I'm the only person who goes through this. So I think it's great that people have an awareness that, you know what, so many of us go through that, but there are things that we can start to do and perhaps let go of that enables us to have more joy and happiness in our life. What would you say to someone who really has is finding themselves under that weight of um, maybe analysis you know you said about that, that self-talk that analyzing things over and over to the point that they're almost driving themselves around the bend mm. well what I say to them um, well I think I went through that my that stuff myself as well and what you what you do is what you just said and you absolutely drive yourself crazy yeah so the first thing you need to do is just stop Mm-hmm. So almost like put a dent or put a wedge in that little record player that keeps going round and round and round because as Einstein says, you know, the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over and expect a different result. Mm. So you've got to stop and put a wedge in that thought pattern first. And then you really just have to sit back and reflect about what you really want for yourself and how does that look and how does that feel? Because quite often we focus on the things that are going to make us happy rather than how we can feel happy now. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important just to almost like take stock. So I talk to people about doing a bit of a joy audit. So we're going to talk about that in a moment. Let me just um, dive in there because I know for some people, and and I'm going to play out devil's advocate here because I know a few people who often will reach out to say, oh, all of these thoughts are driving me mad. And yes, I think it's so important to recognize that we need to put a stop to that. But when we are on our journey to just beginning to do this, it really does take our action, doesn't it, to do that physically or mentally just go, you know what, stop. Uh, it's not as easy as it, it sounds, but it really does require uh, us to take action to to actually stop that thought from continuing to play over and over in our heads, yes? You're absolutely right. And nothing, no matter what we do, whether it's in our health, in our business, in anything, Everything that we want requires some sort of action to support it. Mm. So it's no different when it comes to looking at your thoughts and, and you know, really putting a bit of a dent in um, those debilitating thoughts. It still requires some sort of action, but some sort of action can be no action too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the whole thing about putting a stop and saying to stop and just breathing for a while that's still an action, but it feels like no action. Does that mm. make sense? Yes, yes. But yeah, sometimes so that sometimes breathing can, can be correct. incredible, can't it? It can do us a lot of good. Absolutely. And it's just about being kinder to yourself, like giving yourself some space to breathe and be kinder and more loving to yourself rather than beating yourself up all the time with that constant loop of negative thoughts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the first point. And I know that we've, we've certainly touched on this and what we're talking about now is very much part of this. The keystone for our success is our fundamental belief in ourselves, our strengths and our abilities. Share more about this. Well, we all know that what we think and what we feel about ourselves will create the world that we live in. So if anyone who's done any sort of self-development or You know, when I first started out, you know, really following that idea that I need, I had to have something different in my life because 
the way I was wasn't what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I devoured every single book, course, workshop you could imagine. And it all came back to me, you know, because quite often we look at the outside world as the cornerstone for everything that happens in our lives, but it all comes back to us. And if we don't believe in ourselves and see our unique strengths and our abilities, it's going to be very challenging to put ourselves out into the world and to create a life that we really, really want for ourselves. I think we fall prey mm -hmm. to um, falling into um, you know, categories and putting boundaries up if we don't have that cut that fundamental core belief in ourselves. Yeah, and, and I love the way that you said that. The reason why is how often do we look around at other people and we're judging them on their good days and a lot of times people don't, um, you know, they're not as transparent as, unless of course we know them very well, but we, in our judgment of others or in our comparison, we can often look at all of the great things that they're doing and their skills and their strengths and use it as a mirror and reflection on what we believe about ourselves and often that cannot be helpful and I think by being more self-aware of the strengths and of our abilities and for those of you who are sitting there thinking well I don't really have any stop let's use the first principle that Andrea <laughs> spoke about today stop because each and every one of us has been given strengths and abilities we just may need to take time to discover what they are yes yes and what you said before about comparison is so so true and there's a wonderful quote that says, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. So that when we stand here and, you know, women are the worst culprits, we look at, you know, the magazines and the marketing and we compare ourselves. And it's in that moment of comparison is that we start chipping away at our own self-belief and our own self-worth. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I know a few guys that can do this really well too. So uh, oh, for the men that are listening, <laughs> when we say women, we are, you know, we're sharing this message for you too. Something else that often ha happens, uh, Andrea, is, you know, on our journey, particularly if we are entrepreneurs, but some people that I know are, are uh, in careers that are listening as well to the show, is that we look at where other people are in their careers and we can often kind of measure ourselves against that without recognizing how far we've come where we're at and and the achievements and so forth and i think it's such a great reminder to stop putting the bar so high our expectations so high because we're almost setting ourselves up to fail just by being so hard on ourselves yeah i agree totally and, and i've been been culprit for this many times myself too mm. and I think that that the whole comparison thing that we set our bars in comparison to what other people are doing yes so really those bars aren't our own they're actually somebody else's well you know and we look at them as if they're our, our they are our own but they're not we, we've just put them higher because we think that's where we should be in comparison to other people. Mm, absolutely. So it's kind of like, you know what, ease up a bit. Because really, if we had our best friend or, or an associate or a family member who we think highly of, 
we would not put them through what we put ourselves through. So it's kind of giving ourselves the space and um, honouring ourselves, I think, is really important. So if we're still talking about the keystone for success, the fundamental belief in ourselves, our strengths and our abilities, are there some things that you did on your journey to self-discovery that was really helpful that you think, gosh, listeners today would probably really find this helpful too? Look, I think the first thing I had to start with, and I think you mentioned it just a little bit earlier, is just about coming back to seeing how far we've come. Mm -hmm. And we never give ourselves that gift of looking at our successes and looking at the, the amazing things that we've done so far in our life. And it really does pay to go back and really give yourself you know, a, a wonderful pat on the back for mm. everything you've done. And when I first started digging around and to, you know, really kind of kickstart the, the path that I wanted to go down of, you know, discovering who I am and self-love, I had to firstly start with gratitude for everything I had right now. So being grateful for everything I had in my world right now. Mm. And then also looking back at where I come from and all the successes that I had achieved, like, you know, buying my first home, um, having my son, you know, starting my own business, mm -hmm. um, all those things that we don't give ourselves credit for. I think because we don't want to, well, let's say for want of a better phrase, blow smoke up our own butts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we get really, we, we're frightened of doing that to ourselves. Mm. We're frightened of puffing our chests up and, and noticing the wonderful things that we are capable of because we think there's something wrong with that. Mm, there's such power in what you've just said. In actual fact, I was uh, having a chat online just on Facebook and I asked the question, you know, when we were, when we were growing up and we were taught, be humble, don't brag, you know. Yeah. But I think what we've done, and I think of the term, we've thrown the baby out with the bathwater, which is really a horrible analogy. But what we've done <laughs> is we've, I, I absolutely understand that concept. You know, there's such a fine line between confidence and arrogance. But in trying mm. to be humble, we've actually gone too far to the point where if we're not recognizing our strengths and going you know in, in ourselves that was a job well done we're forgetting that we're not showing a heart of gratitude and how on earth can we continue to build our self-confidence if we're not taking a step back checking in where have we come what have we learned how have we grown and uh, developing that uh, confidence along the way yes Absolutely. And it's all about, um, I know this sounds cliche, but it's all about the person you have become along the way as well. Mm. So it's it's not always the total sum of what you've achieved in terms of money or, you know, physical things, but it's about who you've become along the way. So I can look back and see all the wonderful changes that I've made in, you know, who I was being, the, the characteristics I've built within myself because I needed them and I wanted them. Yes. So, you know, I think it's not all about the physical stuff that we have achieved along the way, um, but also the milestones of those wonderful, resilient traits and the wonderful, unique qualities that we build in ourselves 
in order to become the person that we need to be. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, you might have all of the physical wealth, what people would deem as, hey, you're a success. But if you were to look internally, if you were to measure yourself against how joyful are you, how happy do you feel, everything that you might have surrounding you may just not be what is making you truly joyful and truly happy. Is that something that uh, you found in your journey too? Not for you personally, but I'm sure that you've been looking around (laughs) and really exploring uh, this whole concept. Oh gosh, yeah, but even, you know, I'm very honest in sharing about, uh, you know, my own experiences and I, I used to live in that space of going, you know, I want to have that car and I want to have this and I want to have that. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's the proverbial dangle, dangling the carrot in front of you that when you get it, you go, wow, it's not quite giving me that feeling that I thought it would. Mm. You know, I've only ever bought one brand new car in my whole life, Anne-Marie, yes. and I wanted it so badly that my, I'd salivate every time I thought about it. And when I got it and drove it around, I went, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, really, that's it? Yeah. I, I, I worked so hard for this. So... I really adjusted what I, where I found my joy in and I realised that it wasn't about the stuff. It was so much more important and there was so much more reward in the intrinsic stuff, the internal stuff that was going on. Mm. And, And you're right, you know, you look around and people think that I'll be happy when I get that new job or I'll be happy when I get that new relationship. And it's always a future when. Yes. And, you know, that's when we know that we're not utilising everything that we have right now at our fingertips to be happy right now. Mm. The journey along the way can give us some incredible insights and growth. We'll talk about in a moment about the growth and, and stretching into a new phase of who we're becoming and being. But I think, you know, along the way, it's important to recognise, have that self-awareness. And one thing that you said about that intrinsic um, of who we are, that's really not only discovering strengths and abilities, but also our key values. And everybody has different values. Mm. don't they and I think sometimes um, uh, not being not so happy or not so joyful may be because the situation that you're in whether it be work or whether it be business and something that's happening it's just not aligned to your values really would love to speak just briefly about this because I think so many people are in situations and they don't realize what their own core values are and that's why Mm. you know often they're struggling I love that you brought values up because that's a, such a such a wonderful thing that, as you said, so many people overlook. Mm. And I have to I have to use the analogy of um, health and well being yes. because, as as you know, I was a personal trainer in my own business for twelve years before doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. And I realised in you know going deeper into why people present to me with their health issues and their you know being in bodies that they don't love. And what I worked out was it's, it's got to do with their values. So once we started nutting out their values and what was important to them, we quickly discovered, <laughs> and it's, it's, um, it's very obvious, that um, health and well-being was nowhere even in their top five. Wow. So it's, you know, I can sort of spot that within the first five minutes of speaking to someone, but it's not always obvious to them. Mm-hmm. So we worked through what do you value, what's important, and we made sure that we put that health, you know, having a healthy body that sings, having, 
you know, or just being in love with their body. Mm-hmm. Um, we made sure we put that into their at least top five values because, as you said, rightly so, if it's nowhere near anything to do with what they is important to them, all their actions and everything they do will never be in alignment and will never match up to equaling those values. Yeah, so true. I mean, values, I think it could be a whole show on its own because for some of us, we're living or trying to live up to values of other people, our parents maybe, or Mm -hmm. our significant others. And recognising your own values is is just so important. And maybe, as you said, maybe what you are struggling with is the reason is because they're not high up on your important list. And if it's impacting the rest Mm -hmm. of of how you show up and and how you're feeling can certainly be an area that we encourage people to look at. And of course, we're gonna share with people how they can get in contact with you. And uh, this is the sort of area that I'm sure you help people in. So let's dive into the next area about discomfort being the sign that we are growing and stretching into a new phase of who we are being. That in itself can sometimes be very discomforting and and disheartening, isn't it? That's why why discomfort's the first word in it. Yes. <laughs> oh, share more about this this area. <laughs> um, yes, any time that you're going into a new phase or but you're only going to go into a new phase if you're asking for it. So if you want to you know grow your business or uh, attract something new in your world, it's you kind of have already opened the invitation or put the invitation out there for something to happen and something to change. Mm-hmm. So we're always going to go into the unknown and the unknown is always going to present us with things that are different and we, we haven't had before. So that's where that discomfort comes from. Right. The yeah. discomfort is your signal that you are changing, you are shifting things at a foundational level mm-hmm. and that if you just stick with it, you'll move through it and come out the other side. But the problem is that quite often most of us run away from the discomfort and we never get a chance to break through it to the other side. Mm. If only we had um, a guideline or some sort of a measurement tool that would say this discomfort is going to last exactly (laughs) one week, one day, one hour, one minute. But for everybody that discomfort can can really be, um, yeah, quite, quite different. Are there things that we, I mean, this is probably as long, you know, the answer is one of those responses, mm-hmm. as long as a piece of string. I'm, I'm assuming that when you were going through your journey of self-discovery and, and development, that discomfort was certainly part of um, the, your journey. I know it certainly has for mine as well. What were some things that you did that really helped you remain focused and on track to enable you to come through the other side? Well, I have to be upfront and honest and say, initially some of those growing phases lasted years mm. and only because I ran away from them. Mm-hmm. They were so, that was so uncomfortable and brought up so much stuff for me that I just, I wasn't emotionally, intelligently ready to handle that yet. Uh, so I ran away from it. So some of those phases lasted years. Mm. <laughs> but when I, when I became uh, emotionally able to interpret those signs and understand what exactly was going on for me, it was just about trusting. I think that's probably the only thing that I can say that was the, the, the highest uh, thing that I tapped into was 
that knowing and trusting that if I just fell into it and just stayed with this, that it would only be temporary and I would come out of it at some point. Mm. I think the trust is was really, and mm. it's hard to trust yourself, but I had no other choice. Mm-hmm. I'd run away from things for so many years and so many times that I go, I've got nothing to lose here, so I just have to go with it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you were speaking before about um, how you are a personal trainer and for people that your clients that really wanted to change their where they were, you know, as far as where they are currently in their health and wellness. There were times, I'm sure, that they were really experiencing discomfort. And had they not had you by their side to be their supporter, their cheerleader, their come on, you know, get your <laughs> butt out there kind of thing. And, and what that really shows us is there's, there's some areas in our life where it is going to take us years if we continue to try to do it on our own. Yes? Correct. And we all know there's coaches out there for anything today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we all fundamentally have areas that we're very strong in and some areas where we're not. So some people may be amazing business people or business women but they're not great at managing how they look after themselves. Mm. So we all have our strengths and weaknesses in different areas. And that's the areas that you're, you know you're not managing as well as you'd like is where you go looking for assistance. But you're right that, uh, you know, some people, even if they do get help, will never do the work they have to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just unfortunately the case. Yeah. But but you're better off, you're more likely to succeed in what you want to achieve if you have that assistance. Yeah. I mean, you look, just look at top athletes and sports people. They don't do it on their own. They have coaches. Oh, gosh, they no. have, <laughs> you know, all sorts of um, therapists and all sorts of people to really support them because from all levels, you know, physical, emotional, all all of those key areas. So you can see how sometimes if we're struggling with something, it, there's a pattern, there's a cycle that we're just not breaking through. It really can be that indicator that, hang on a second, you really need some support. Because sometimes we're so in our stuff that we can't see the simplest of steps, you know, and, and sometimes we just can't see how we can break that pattern. And I think, you know, hiring someone or investing, I, I call it investing in ourselves, in yeah, someone yeah. who is is an, um, an expert or someone who really can support us, hold our hand, hold our feet to the fire as well when uh, things do get a bit discomforting. That really enables us to move quite quickly through whatever it is that we're stuck with. Absolutely. So it's very well do and good to try on your own, but it it will either do one of two things. It will take a lot longer to get where you want to go, or it will you'll fall off the wagon and you won't stick to it because there's no accountability and there's no no one being your cheerleader, as you said. And that's one of my favourite words. I always say that I'm your cheerleader, your cheer mm-hmm. squad. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it'll do one of two things, and you can go either way. And I think some people, unfortunately will always be stuck in their stuff, that they'll, they'll so desperately want to be somewhere else, but their stuff is so thick and heavy that they'll never be able to move through it the way they want to. And that's just an unfortunate um, 
uh, way of life for some people. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, for people who really do want to make a change, like they really want to make a change in an area of, of their life or a number of different areas. I mean, certainly for some people, don't try and do it all in the one go. It takes a little no. bit of time, <laughs> one thing at a time. Um, if we get the right support, uh, then certainly um, we, yeah, we can find that we can break through that. But as you said, it's, it really is up to us. Uh, we can be shown mm. the action steps, but guess what? We need to to take them. I, I mean, you know, as a personal trainer, I mean, you would have loved to exercise on behalf of your clients, but uh, their abs would not have developed, and you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if they weren't doing it for themselves. So. Uh, <laughs> That's right. No, I agree totally. <laughs> Joy and happiness is our true north. Let, let's dive into this. Oh, look, you know, I, I've, I sort of came across this saying, I've read it in quite a few books, and I, I just fell in love with it, that when you try to explain something, it's, it's when we use a compass and we're trying to find out where we need to go in direction-wise, um, you know, true north is our fundamental direction. And I, I, I liken it to the compass because if you go a bit east or a bit west, you've just gone slightly off track, but you can always, it's, it's such a shorter distance to come back to true north. But if you go right down to south, you're quite off the track and it's going to take a whole lot longer to come back. Mm. But I do believe that, that, you know, the whole true north of joy and happiness being our fundamental source of ev of you know a guiding light in everything that we do that everything can flow from that space of, of being joyful and and being alive and happy mm. and you know when you come from that and use it as your true north magic happens in all other areas of your life as a result. Yeah. You spoke about something a little bit earlier, and I think this would just be so fitting to touch on in, in this particular area, where you said about the joy and I think happiness audit, or was it just the joy audit? A joy audit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what is a joy audit? Well, I don't like to use the word audit because it sounds very businessy, but mm -hmm. in, in terms of what it is, it's just taking stock of where you are at right now, looking at the things that are uh, um, taking away from you your joy and looking at the things that light you up. So it's taking stock. So it's almost doing a checklist, creating a checklist of, because uh, quite often a lot of people don't actually know what things that light them up what things they love to do, uh, what, what they love about themselves. I mean, what, bring, what puts a smile on their face? Quite often, a lot of people do, can't actually give you more than two things. Mm -hmm. So the joy order is really just taking stock and doing a checklist of what lights you up, what do you like doing, what do you love doing, what's going to put a smile on your face, and also looking at the things that you really don't like doing and seeing how we can manage those so they're either taken off your hands so you might uh, you know get someone else to do them or you might find ways of making them more joyful mm. so i always say look you know things like putting the clothes on the line or doing the dishes no one likes doing that but hey how can we make it so you do enjoy it like put some fun music on or True. You know, sing yourself a song. There's always tiny little minute things that you can do that will shift the way you feel about things. Mm -hmm. And it makes things go so quicker, doesn't it? Oh, goodness, yeah. And the thing is that everything we do in life is because of how it's going to make us feel. Mm. 
And so if we can really focus on the whole feeling underneath what we do and why we do it, it's going to really um, transform so many areas of your life. Yeah. I think uh, what you've just said is going to many light bulbs I can see are going off, particularly around the areas that make people joyful and actually scheduling them throughout your week. Because if we were to add up after we had a look at what things make you joyful, what things, you know, detract from that, if we were to add them up and do, you know, which which area in your week has added up to more? Now, if you haven't got areas of what makes me joyful, kind of alongside, you know, equal or even more than the others, you're just going to feel worn out week after week after week, aren't we? Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know why, but a lot of us feel really guilty for taking time out to spend on ourselves and, you know, looking after ourselves and, yeah, you know, I wrote a post not long ago about, you know, do you have the joy guilt? Do you feel guilty about being joyful? Because you think that you've got responsibilities and you have to be a certain way, you have expectations on who you are. So you actually feel guilty about doing the things that you really want to do for yourself. Schedule those things into your diary, just as you would a really important appointment and make sure that you stick to them because that's you honoring you. Mm, that's right. And if you're not up to your best and uh, feeling energized, happy and joyful, then it's going to be very difficult for you to extend support others. We need to fill up our own ta gas tank, so to speak, before we reach out and try and you know help people around us. So, uh, so very important. And I almost think, absolutely right, you know, that humility aspect you know, have we've gone too far? We've gone too far with looking after ourselves too, you know. Oh, it's selfish. It's not at all. And in actual fact, if you're not taking time out to look after yourself so that you can recuperate, feel refreshed and be joyful and happy, you're actually going to detract from how you can give to others too because eventually you are just going to pitter out, aren't we, if we're not looking after ourselves. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we, we've heard the analogy before about, uh, you know, when the gas mask drops down from the aeroplane, if there's an emergency, that you put it on yourself first. Yeah, absolutely. Because so if you're listening today and you've not been putting the gas mask on, <laughs> you need to grab it with both hands and sit there and take a deep breath in. Strap it on, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Andrea, how can people find out more about you? Uh, well, of course, you can go to my website, which is uh, www.andreadix.com.au and uh, obviously or directly contact me through my email uh, uh, Andrea at andreadix.com.au Fantastic and of course Andrea Dix is spelled A-N-D-R-E-A-D-I-X.com.au Thank you so much for coming on the show. Anne Maria, thank you so much for having me. It's been such a joy. It has. No pardoning in the pun <laughs> to talk to you and yeah, thank you so much for letting me share about it too. Oh, you are so welcome. Are you a specialist who supports small business? and you want to increase your visibility, reach and influence with your own podcast channel, but you don't want to handle the back-end management and ongoing promotion of your show? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network is on the lookout for a select group of specialists who are ready to become an influencing voice in their industry. So if you're an aspiring podcast host, or if you have an existing business-focused podcast and you're looking for ways to increase your exposure, reach and results by leveraging our podcast network platform, let's talk. To find out more, go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host.
That's www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. There you go. So if you are not feeling as joyful or as happy in your life or your career or your business, I really encourage you to go out and uh, check out Andrea's website and certainly implement the things that she talked about today. And you know what? Grab that gas mask, put it on, take some deep breaths and make sure you start to look after yourself before you start to worry about uh, other people. Now, if this is the very first time you're listening to the show, thank you so much. It has been an honour. I do hope that you'll come back again next week. We've got another great guest in store for you. Also, too, thank you so much for those of you who have subscribed to our iTunes channel. That means you are going to be the very first first person to know when the next uh, episode is published and you're not going to miss out and if you don't want to miss out you can do so too annemariecross.com forward slash podcast itunes see you next week bye andrea bye Anne-Marie. this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.